Welcome to the Arise and Shine podcast, part of the teaching ministry of Pastor Festus Nasoha of Oasis Church and Holy Ghost End Time Ministries International. As it says in Isaiah 60 verse 1, Arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of God shines over you. It is our hope and desire that through this podcast you would be encouraged and experience the transforming power of God's word. Be blessed. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. Wow. Thank you, Lord Jesus. What a joy again to meet with you, friends, on Arise and Shine. And um, I believe you're going to be blessed today. Call your friends and say, hey, our friend is on CNL TV again. The pastor of OSC Churches in Czech Republic. And let's share God's word today again together. Father, we just thank you and bless you and praise you. We rejoice for every chance we have to meet together, to share your word together. Thank you, dear Father. Bless Lord today and be glorified in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, today I'm speaking to you mostly on children. There's a story in the book of Mark, which I want to begin with today. Mark chapter 9 in the New Testament. In this place in Mark, the Lord took Peter, James, and John to the top of the mountain, and there he was transfigured before them. Then coming down to the valley, they met a crowd of people arguing and talking with uh, the disciples that he left behind. And uh, from verse um, 17, and, and one of the multitude answered and said, Master, I have brought unto thee my son, which had a dumb spirit. And wheresoever he taketh him, he teareth him, and he foameth, and that's what he did, and pined away, and I spake to thy disciples that they should cast him out, and they could not. He answered him and said, O faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him unto me. And they brought him unto him, and when he saw him, straightway the spirit tear him, and he fell on the ground and wallowing, foaming. And he asked his father, How long is it ago since this came unto him? And he said, Of a child. Verse 22, And of times had cast him into the fire and into the waters to destroy him. But if thou canst do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Jesus said unto him, If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. Wow. All things. Not just some things, but all things are possible to him that believe. Now, friend, as you listen to this message today, I want you to believe. Let your faith come alive. Because all things are possible for him that believe it. This is a true word of God. When we try to believe God, to expect God, to expect the manifestation of his power in our life. Remember, the most important thing is not the miracle we are praying for or expecting. The most important thing is that we want to see God glorified in our situation. We want to see God's word come alive and come true in our life. God is glorified when we, you and I, persist in faith to prove the genuity and the trueness of God's word and promises. The most important thing is not us receiving something. The most important thing is God being 
pleased with our faith. Here we can see this helpless father and his son, plus maybe their only son, having such a terrible, deep, uh, demonic influence in his little life. And the Lord was asking him, how, how, when did this happen to him? And the father said, of a child, when he was a little child. I mean, the child was innocent. He didn't commit no sin, didn't do anything bad, didn't do anything evil. And the, this demon entered that very child when he was still young, innocent, helpless, have not done any sin, didn't commit no offense, didn't do nothing, just an innocent little children. You see, the devil does not keep the law, does not keep the rule. This child is innocent. Why would the demon enter into this child and torment him all his life? So today, if you have a, a child that is sick or is in any kind of problem, we're going to believe God today for their healing and for their deliverance. This child did not commit no sin, didn't do nothing wrong. It was an innocent child, but the devil doesn't care. He would want to hurt us anywhere, anyhow, anytime he can hurt us. From the womb, deformities, to the time we are born, in our home, little children, all kinds of things happen to our little children today. And sometimes people blame God and say, God, why would you allow this to happen to my child? It is not God who allowed that to happen to your child. You parents are responsible for their little children. God have no business. God have no joy or pleasure putting disease in your little child. That would be, that would be an offense. I, guess. I mean, if you think like that, that would be an offense against God. God is a good God. God is a wonderful God. Uh, look at Jesus. If you want to see God, look at Jesus. When Christ was here on earth, did he make any child sick? Did he hurt any child? No, no, no. What was he doing with children? He said, oh, bring them all to me, for of such is the kingdom of heaven. They asked him, Lord, who is the greatest? He took a little child in his arm and said, hey, any of you who will humble yourself as this little child, the same is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. If you want to see God, look at Jesus. What did he do with children? He loved them. He healed them. He blessed them. He fed them. He delivered them. Jesus and the Father is one. Look at the New Testament. Then you know what kind of person God is. When you've seen Christ, you've seen the Father. The Father will never put sickness or disease in a little child. If you remember them, in fact, in Matthew, that must be Matthew 18. Uh, let me read that for you before we continue in Mark 9. In Matthew 18, and look at what the Lord Jesus said there about a little child. Matthew 18 and from verse, um, let's go ahead and read from verse uh, uh, we don't have all the time in the world. Verse from verse um, uh, five, from verse four, um, it said, "Whosoever therefore shall humble himself as this little child, the same is greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoso shall receive one such little child in my name, receiveth me. But whoso shall offend, or hurt, or harm one of these little ones which believe in me, it will be better for him that a milestone were hanged about his neck, that he were drowned in the depth of the sea. Just imagine that. If you will dare hurt any of these little babies who believe in me, it will be better for you that a huge grinding stone, I mean a huge stone bigger than this table, 
huge one was hanged on your neck and you are drowned in the sea. You can see God's care for little children. He doesn't want any little child suffering. He doesn't want, he have no pleasure in seeing a blind child, a lame child, a dumb child, a child that is tormented, demonized, troubled in anywhere. It grieves heaven. No, the father is good. Jesus said, if you, if you dare touch any of these little ones, huh, it is better for you to jump from the top of Kilimanjaro and perish. So he cares for little children. He is a good, good God. And uh, so uh, uh, you may have all kinds. What is God? No, it is God. It is not God. It is the wicked one. It is the evil one. It is the devil. God and the devil does not do one business together. They don't join in business. They are not business partners. Evil is from evil. Good is from good. Good is from God. Evil is from the uh, from Satan. So here we see this uh, uh, helpless. Uh, uh, man with a tortured tormented child from his childhood the demon has troubled his child tried to destroy him tried to kill him tried to hurt him tried to harm him and many times children who have been troubled from early childhood are children of destiny they have a special call of god in their life and the devil had them desperately look at that think about abel a godly young man the devil rose up against him through ken and killed him so understand this so then this was from childhood and the father said to the lord please if you can do anything if you can help us help us the lord jesus said if you can believe today i'm saying to you if you can believe that sick child in your lying on there on your bed in that room i'm, I'm seeing you right there now with a little child lying on the bed sick if you can believe God today, if you can trust God today, all things are possible. If you can trust God right now, by the time it is evening today, that child that is lying there sick in your bed is healed. In Jesus' name, I rebuke that fever in Jesus' name. Within a couple, within four hours, that child will rise up and be well in your home there. So the Lord came. Uh, to heal and to deliver and to save and uh, and and what happened uh, the lord uh, uh, cast that demon out of this little child and, and the child was here this was a father you know imagine a father that uh, have a child all their life growing up you know not normal you know doing all kind of strange things and uh, you know sometimes the thing try to throw into the fire into the water just hurting and harming and wounding this little child it is not it is not a good sight and 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 if you have such a child at home or around you you don't leave because you you are constantly in pain and constantly trouble sometimes you would wish the trouble leave the child and come on you so it is not the will of god for any child to suffer like that and today all over the world children are suffering in the war front in the war zones not even in the war zones even in the home in the houses Many times, because of the of the of the mistakes of the parents, the children suffer. Sometimes, when there is a divorce in a home, and the father is no more there, the mother is no more there, children are fall into all kinds of pressure and pain and shame and humiliations. We are in a time where children are suffering so terribly. It is a very high responsibility in the town we live in to raise up children. So we, you and I, should be extra careful. 
You know, many times we think all you need to raise up a child is to have all the money in the world, to buy them all the toys. No, 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 no. There's more to raising up a child than just, you know, getting the house right, the car right, the school right. No, you have to get your faith right. Because sometimes something that money cannot buy can happen to your child. You can have all the good house, all the good car, and all the money, and all the toys, and all everything materially is all well provided. But the spiritual side, you are lacking. For the sake of your children, live a godly life. For the sake of your children, have faith in God. The Lord said to this man, if you can believe, all things are possible. You can have compassion on your child. You can cry. You can weep. You can go to the doctor here, to the hospital here, here and there. But there are sometimes the doctors can't even help your child. The condition can be something that is beyond medicine. You need faith in God. It needs you as a father or as a mother to bring that child where Christ can touch that child. Hallelujah. This desperate father must have tried all kinds of things to help the child and was helpless, couldn't do anything. But thank God, at least he was able to bring the child to the place where Christ can touch the child, to the influence of Jesus Christ and his word. I challenge you today for the love and the sake of children. Bring your children to the place where Christ is, to the house of God. Read the Bible for them. Pray for them. Sing a song for them. Tell them Bible stories. If you do provide all the material, all the financial thing, protection for the children, but have not brought them to the presence and the power and the influence of Christ, you can be running in vain. Because one day, some stupid little demon can crawl into that child's life and all you've been working for, all you've been doing, goes up in flames. Or you just out of your own arrogance or pride or whatever, you and your wife split and the children are left without a complete father and mother at home. The desire and the will of God for every child is to be born in a healthy, sound home where love is. Have your son ever watched you kneeling down and worshiping God? Have your daughter ever watched you reading the Bible? All the what you do is, you know, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> this is children's message now, okay? But get your child to a place where Christ can touch them and influence them. Bring that child to this message right now. Because here today is an anointing for the healing and deliverance of every sick child. I release the power of God to your home and life. I break the power of darkness over that little boy. That little girl, that sick one, I rebuke the fever in the name of Jesus. I lose the power of God upon that child. That eye issue, that little child in the eye area. Lord, heal those eyes in Jesus' name. So parents have a high responsibility, much more in the time that we live in. You and I, I'm a father also, you, we have to be, do, go extra mile to watch over our children. If we don't, the devil will steal them through the internet. He will steal them through all this media thing. Children are exposed to so much now than we were when we were growing up. I mean, when we were growing up, there was no iPad and iPhone. There was no internet. <laughs> You know, sin was a little bit more far away, but today sin is way right there in your hands. You, basically, you have the nuclear button right there. We, we are giving every child a nuclear button, a nuclear code. The internet, the phone, 
you are giving your, your child to have now a nuclear code in their hand. As early as you can mention, they can click that thing and it is pornography. It is a rock music world. Satan is singing and playing on the music. The demons are as close as we can talk about right there in the phone, television, iPad, iPhones, all these things. The, 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 it is a nuclear code. And you don't know what your child is doing in the night when you are sleeping. Your child have a nuclear code in their hand. They can click some. Today, they don't even need to do it. The thing will pop up when they're just trying to watch something. Something pops up. And a, a pornographic magazine or whatever pops up on their phone. And you, the, your child now have a nuclear code in their hand 24-7. We have to be careful. And through these things, the demons try to have access to the children's life. The devil likes to get into a child way early in their life so as to completely control and influence their development and their personality. And if your child is behaving strangely, it is time you pray for that child if you are born again. If not, take him to the church, to the pastor who believes in God, who is full of the Holy Spirit. And this father was able to bring this little boy to the influence of our Lord Jesus Christ. And the boy was delivered. I know good parents can do anything for their little children. You would work hard. You would be a coal miner. You walk in the cold, in the heat. You will travel near and far. You will walk 24-7 to make sure your children have enough food to eat, to have a, they have a place to stay. Any good parent would do anything for their children, even die for them. I have heard of parents who sacrifice their own life for their own little child. And so if you can sacrifice all that for your children, why not teach them the Bible? Why not read them the Bible? Why not teach them to pray? Why not bring them to the church? For the sake of your children, give your own very life to God. The greatest inheritance can live for your children is faith in God. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. The main inheritance they left for their children was not just material things. The main inheritance was the inheritance of faith. Timothy, the, the mother, the grandmother, Lois. They all believed in God. They, they were able to bring their children to a place of faith. You may be so much busy today that you have no time to go to church. You are working so hard, you have no time to read the Bible for your children. You no more pray, you no more read the Bible. You can get all the material things and lose the soul of your own children. Be wise, be careful. Make sure your children are protected. When they are that young, it is your responsibility to keep them away from demons and evil spirits, to make sure they are covered by the blood of Jesus Christ. You are responsible. You are the priest of your own home. You father, you mother. It is your responsibility to make sure your children are protected from the influence of demonic spirits. In Mark 16, the Lord says these words, and these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. Mark 16 Verse 17, he says, And these signs shall follow them that believe in my name, shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. So, you as a father, you as a mother, give your heart to Jesus Christ, be born again, be filled with the Holy Ghost, and if your child is being troubled by any demonic thing, any demonic spirit, you have the power, you have the authority in the name of Jesus Christ to lay your hands on your child and they be healed and to say, Satan, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ, take your hand, dirty hand out of my child. And the devil will obey. 
Because that child, that innocent little child, is under your jurisdiction. You are responsible for the sanity of that child's spirit, soul, and body, and mind. Till they become old enough to stand in faith for, them, for themselves. This boy here in Mark 9 didn't know what was going on. He could not stand, couldn't, couldn't believe for themselves. You are responsible for their life. To protect them, not just physically or other, thing, other way, but also protect them spiritually. But if you are bankrupt spiritually, if you are godless, if you're ungodly, if you don't know Christ, if you don't know the Bible, if you are not filled with the Holy Ghost, if you don't care about God, you may lose your children to evil spirits in this end time. The Bible says in this end time, there will be increase in demonic activities. In Matthew chapter, this was, we spoke about this, a man and the son now. And here in Matthew 15, we hear, see about a woman and their daughter. And Matthew 15, verse 21, Then Jesus went thence and went into the coast of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the same coast and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, thou son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. The first was a man and a son. Here was now a mother and a daughter. But he answered her not a word. And the disciples came unto and besought him, saying, Send her away, for she cried after us. But he answered and said, I am not sent, but unto the lordship of the house of Israel. When the Lord was here physically in the body, he was sent only, first of all, to the lordship of the house of Israel. When he died on the cross, he died for the whole world and was now ready both for the Jew and the Gentile. Okay. Verse 25. Then came she and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. I mean, for some time, the Lord ignored her. She was just crying, help me, help me. My daughter is being tormented, help me. He just kept quiet and just ignored her. Your faith in God should persist, even when it seems as if God is ignoring your cry. And then what happened? She stopped from just crying, help me, help me, and now worshiped him. Stop crying, worship. Stop crying, worship. If it seems as if heaven is closed, stop screaming, bow and worship Jesus Christ. Give him the honor due unto him. And then in verse um, in verse 26, but he answered and said, it is not meet to take the children's bread and to cast it to the dogs. I mean, this was real, real testing for this woman's faith. The Lord said, well, you know, I'm a Jew. I'm, the power I have is for the Jewish people. The Jews call the Gentiles dogs. The woman's I cannot take the children's bread, their deliverance, their healing, their miracle, and give it to the Gentile dogs. And verse 27, the woman was not even, that didn't scare her off. If you, some of us today say, oh, you call me dog, you get away, you Jewish thing. The woman said, but, the woman said, yes, Lord, you are true. Yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith. Be it unto thee, even as thou wilt. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. When you want a miracle, mostly for your own little child, for a sick little helpless child that cannot help themselves, no matter what obstacle you face, persist till you get that miracle. The Lord ignored her. I was not sent for you. I was sent for the Jews. It is not good to take children to bring it into dogs. Do you want to? If it is some of us today, you already you get angry and curse and go away. Well, go in your anger and remain with your demons. She didn't. Nothing could shake her off. 
when you want a miracle for a helpless child, let nothing shake you off. Persist in faith till you see that child delivered. She said, Lord, you are right. You can call me dog if you want to. Wanting I know you have the power, I'm going to stick up here till my baby girl is delivered. And the woman, the Lord said to the woman, Oh woman, great is your faith. Be it unto thee as you have desired. Great is your faith. You wouldn't let anything, you wouldn't even let racism or insult, delay, or, you know, just ignoring to stop you. She persisted in faith. And she got the miracle. Today, persist in faith. Believe God. He is a good God. God wants your son delivered. God wants your daughter healed. He wants that lame leg walking again. That twisted arm walking again. That blind eye walking again. I will never forget years ago in, in, in Slovakia. And I was preaching there in the meeting and they brought a boy that was born blind. I mean, he was born blind, maybe about 10, 11 years ago in, in, in Jelena, Slovakia. And, and what a joy. Born blind. I, I laid my hand on those blind eyes. I said, Father, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, heal you blind demon. Come out of his eyes. The eyes of the boy popped open. There in the city of Jelena, 1991, December 5th. I have seen many miracles of blind eyes opening. But it was nothing such a joyful thing to see a blind little boy. If, if I, he was in the blind school. And, and see that little boy's eye pop open. Our God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Believe God today. If your child is sick, there by your side, put your hand on, the, on that child where he or she is sick. I see a child that is vomiting, throwing up. I see a child there throwing up. Right now, in the name of the Lord Jesus, Father, I come to you and bow and worship and exalt you. I confess that Jesus Christ is Lord over this child. And right now, oh Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I take authority over every demonic spirit. There's attacking these children, attacking this child, holding a child in bondage. Oh, Satan, I command you in the name of Jesus, come out of this child. Close this child now and I cast you out of him. Oh, in the name of Jesus, be healed from your head to the sole of your feet. Be healed. Be made whole. Child, rise up and be healed. In the name of Jesus, Abba Father, Touch that child, that boy, that girl, that one with the swollen something on the head. That child is troubled by demons in the night and they have strange night dreams and screams in the night. I bind that spirit. I break the power and the dominion of that, of that demon over this child. Right now, you demon, I break your power. Touch this child no more. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus Christ. I cover that child with the blood of Jesus Christ. Be healed, be made whole in Jesus' name. God bless you. Write, call, send your support to us today. Keep us on, on the air. This program is paid for only by, by people like you. Help us stay on air. God bless you. See you again soon.
Jesus came to do one thing, and that is to bring the kingdom of God. The way this is accomplished in our lives is through the gift of salvation. Salvation is a free gift of grace. It means that a person is forgiven and freed from their sin, given a new life, will go to heaven when they die, and will one day be resurrected from the dead when Jesus comes to make all things new. To receive this gift of salvation, there's a couple key things. First, recognize you're a sinner, meaning your life is not aligned with God's purpose for you and that you do things that are wrong and evil, deserving of God's judgment. Second, recognize that you need a savior, that Jesus died and rose again to forgive and free you from your sins and to give you a new life. Third, turn from your life of sin and believe in Jesus Christ for your salvation. You can pray a prayer like this. Father in heaven, I come before you today to turn from my sins. I recognize that I am a sinner and that I need a savior, and Jesus is that savior. I believe he died for my sins and rose again to set me free so I can be in heaven with you when I die and one day rise again like Jesus did. I turn to you, Lord, and I turn from my sins and receive from you a new life. In Jesus' name, amen. For more resources on the next steps to take, check out our website, holyghost.cz, and visit the page, New Start, under the Seeking God section. Thank you for listening to the Arise and Shine podcast. Our prayer is that it encouraged, instructed, and uplifted you and pointed you to Jesus Christ. For more information about Pastor Festus, Oasis Church, and Holy Ghost Anti-Ministries International, visit our website, holyghost.cz. Be blessed.